Hey friends, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Jamer K podcast. Definitely means a lot to me. I love doing this more than anything. It's something that I look forward to every week and I have no idea um, when this is going to stop. It's probably never going to stop at this rate. Um, it's just going to keep going. Uh, the train isn't going to stop. We got guests booked all the way um, super far into the future. I don't want to tell you how far into the future because I don't want your guys' heads to explode. Um, but this week, we're going to Eastern Canada. I know I've been showing a lot of love to all my friends on the West side. So shout outs to everybody out there. But I've been meaning to get out East and this week I finally did. And it was something that I'd been trying to work on for a while. And this is one of those situations where I didn't have an immediate connection to the people that I wanted to have on. So I just kind of reached out cold turkey through email kind of did my pitch if i've ever asked you to be on the podcast um it's very similar i try to keep it simple and straight to the point and to my surprise i got a response and it got me really excited because i was like this awesome band who's doing big things right now actually wants to give me the time of day and it took a while to actually get it to happen I mentioned it during the podcast that there was a whole schedule mix up and luckily they were willing to work with me and postpone it a week and actually still want to come on and give me the time, which I was very excited about because I understand we're all busy. We have a million things going on. So the fact that they're still willing to carve out some time to do the podcast made me really happy and I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. So without further ado, please welcome Brandon Emmett from Wildside to the podcast. How's it going, guys? I'm great, man. Um, I want to start off by saying um, I appreciate you guys um, working with me. I know last week we had um, a bit of a mix-up. I dropped the ball and just didn't respond to your guys' email in time. So I just want to say thank you guys again for being um, nice enough to um, be willing to come back on. Yeah, no worries, man. Yeah. Not a problem. Life, life is hectic. We understand. Okay. Um, I, I kind of want to um, start with um, some drama. Uh, I, I don't even know how big it got, but I kind of saw it on Twitter. I don't know if you guys are okay to, to talk about it. With that, um, it was that photographer, Kate, and she posted something on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, so I um, was scrolling through Twitter and I saw somebody um, uh, screenshot her Instagram post and I read it and I was like, okay, that, that's kind of um, crazy that she's going to try to um, blast you guys on Instagram. And then I saw a bunch of um, people replying to that guy posting her screenshot and a lot of people didn't really seem to take on um, her uh, stance against you guys. And I, th I, th I thought it was like pretty strange because um, I was like doing research like leading into this and I noticed that um, she actually or you guys kind of um, used one of her photos for your guys' promo, correct? That's right. Yeah. yeah so yeah, our, our first promo tape. Yeah. So um, I was just curious. Um, obviously, I, I saw that there was some sort of relationship there. Um, beforehand so I was just curious like why didn't she just kind of handle it behind scenes before trying to blast you guys on Instagram do you guys have any um, like reason or do you guys have any reason why you think she did that no no clue just uh, we like we, we uh, Brandon already emailed her and had you know by the time the screenshot kind of was circulating and stuff it had actually already been um, discussed um, you know, her and Brandon talked over email and she was, um, all good with, it. it was a misunderstanding and, um, she took it down. It just happened to circulate after the fact. That's all. Did you guys think the screenshot was funny at all? Because I'm not going to lie. Like I saw the image and I thought it was a bit like ridiculous over the top. And then I just saw like a bunch of people that I'm friends with reposting it because they thought it was just a joke. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I was, I was a little upset. I just felt upset about the whole thing. Cause I didn't want to, you know, I didn't like seeing him. Like it just, it felt a little weird to see, but, uh, I don't know. It was just a misunderstanding. And, uh, I think everything's all good now. Peace and love and wild side. Yo, I saw um, your guys' uh, Twitter account, or Twitter, uh, excuse me, God, I'm getting my words all mixed up cause I'm all nervous. Your guys' Twitter account tweet that. And I was like, that's great. I like to see that, like, you know, come out of like this uh, quote unquote controversy. But I'm happy that you guys were able to work things out um, through email and it, it didn't turn into like a big like ordeal where people are trying to cancel you guys because I think that would have been like ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm just glad that there was just a, a weird misunderstanding and I'm glad, uh, yeah, people, uh, it didn't get out of hand or anything. I'm glad everything, everything's good. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad we got, got that out of the way. Um, you guys just wrapped up uh, a little run with uh, Fury and Distort, correct? Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I saw, I mean, you guys put out that, uh, that, um, it was like a compilation of like all your upcoming tour dates. You guys use that uh, cruising USA image. I, I thought that was awesome. Um, so did you guys just go back home before you meet up with uh, culture abuse and dare? Yeah. Yeah. We're at home now. Okay. Um, so the show's coming up with culture abuse and dare that that's in like three days, if I'm not mistaken. Right. It's just two dates. Um, the first one being in yeah. Montreal. Yeah, Montreal and Toronto. I think it's Monday, Tuesday. Today is Friday. So, yeah, so I think it's about three days. 
Okay, that's awesome. How do you think the turnout's going to be for both those dates? Uh, I think good. Yeah, great. I mean, culture abuse are killer, and like the lineups are really cool. I love Tony Molina. Um, I'm not. Yeah, Young Gov. Those are good friends of ours. Um, I'm not super familiar with Dare, but I I think I saw a video of uh, them playing at Sound of Fury last year and looked really cool. So should be cool. It should be some really cool shows. Um, so yeah, we're excited to, to, you know, maybe play to a slightly different audience. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a local band, um, for me, cause they're from like my part of town and they're super awesome band. Like they've actually been keeping really busy since they had their um, last record come out. So I, I'm stoked that they're going to be able to play those two shows with you guys on Monday and Tuesday. We'll see them in the mosh pit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so I kind of want to jump back to the beginning of Wildside. You, you guys started back in uh, 2014, if I'm not, not mistaken. Yep. yep. And you guys um, put out uh, Wildside. Would you guys call that your demo or EP? Yeah. We yeah, did. like our first demo, I guess. Yeah, our demo or EP. Okay, for sure. I, I just wasn't sure um, just because um, you guys actually named it, which I don't have a problem with, but um, you guys put it out uh, based off your band camp. It said March 26, 2014, and I, I just kind of wanted to know, like, how did um, Wildside come together? I'll, uh, I, uh, I, just, I was just in a band with um, Shane, the drummer, and we, we just ended, but I played I played drums in the band, but I had been writing some songs for a while, and I wanted to play guitar. And Shane and I wrote wrote the demo, uh, and uh, we knew Emmett because we had played in some bands with Emmett. Emmett, we knew he could shred. We wanted to get him in the band, so we we got together, got Madden in, in the mix. Uh, I ended up singing on it. There was no one else to sing. I had the juice, I had the magic, so we did it. And then we got our buddy Donnie, Donnie C, Donnie Croswell to uh, round it out. And uh, that was how we got together. Just uh, just a desire to rock and roll. That's awesome. So you guys put out a wild side and how long was it until you guys played your first show? Not long. Yeah, it was like a month, maybe. A month. Yeah. yeah, I think a month. And do you guys remember how that uh, first show went? Were, were kids like you know, stoked to see you guys, or or did it take a second for kids to catch on? It was magic. Yeah, it was it was great, man. It was in uh, Welland in the Niagara area, and um, all our friends were there, and everybody was going crazy. So it was a lot of fun. We did a fest shortly after that, uh, just outside of Ottawa. It was like a few weeks later. It was our second show, and that was super crazy i don't think any of us were expecting the reaction we got at that show okay and um have you guys ever uh played like western canada Never. no not yet i have in other bands but not but wildside hasn't okay um so i'm uh done a couple episodes with um, some bands from western canada and um I, I think it'd be awesome if you guys were able to make it out there to play for those guys. We're, 
I think we're going to go out uh, before the win- uh, before winter. I think we're trying to make it out to um, the west, uh, kind of northwestern uh, U.S. and uh, out to B.C. and hopefully play uh, in Alberta as well. Yeah, okay. to- the only reason anywhere. Yeah, the only reason we haven't done it so far is it's actually pretty expensive to fly within Canada. It's not like in the states where you can you know hop on like a two hundred dollar return flight somewhere. Um, if you want to fly to, let's say Calgary, um, it's still like $500 return flight. So it's not, um, super cheap. And the drives between the cities are pretty long as well. So you'd kind of have to do a, like a full kind of Canadian tour if you wanted to hit Western Canada without flying. So that's the only reason why we haven't done it. Um, but yeah, there's lots of cool stuff going on out there. We would love to go out there for sure. So yeah, hopefully we'll make it happen this year. Why is it so expensive to fly within Canada? It's a great question. I do not we, have the answer to. We, we don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just curious because I've never been to Canada. Like I've like the only time I've ever left the United States was I've been to Mexico, which is pretty common for anybody living in Southern California. So I'm not like too familiar with um, Canada. Come on up and uh, hang out with us. Check it out. Good country, man. Um, I will take you up on that offer. Um, in the future, I'll um, hit you guys up, and we'll I'll, I'll try to plan something with you guys. We'll link up. We'll take Yo. you around Niagara Falls. Um, I, uh, Brandon, I actually heard that um, you you're like a, an amazing tour guide for the city. Is that true? Uh, I hope so. I would. I'd like to. I'd like to. Think I would agree. Okay, as someone not from the falls, I would definitely agree. Okay, because um, actually, I I read this interview um, uh, from last year. I, I think it was um you that did it, Emmett, and you said that uh, Brandon was actually like a really good tour guide because I, I guess they they were asking um about stories about um Welland. I I don't know if I'm pron- pronouncing that correctly. About what? Sorry. Um, the uh, guy who's running the interview was asking um, about uh, Brandon's uh, crazy stories from Welland. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, well, that's just another place in the Niagara area, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Welland, Welland is uh, is not. I'm not. We're not from Welland. We're from Niagara Falls, but Welland is another city that some other uh, people are from around here. But uh, lots of crazy stories about all the all the cities in the region, but they all lead. They all start Niagara Falls. Okay, and those crazy stories are those like um, crazy hardcore stories, or just crazy stories in general? Uh, mostly just in general, just uh, the funny, funny place to be. Is there anything you'd like to share right now? Because I'm kind of curious. Uh, just the place where anything can happen, and everyone's great, and there's people from all walks of life here and everyone meets to, uh, to do, uh, to do their best and do their worst in Niagara Falls. So it's a, it's a wild a real, place. Yeah. It's a carnival here. It's a playground. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to try to make an effort to make it there at some point in my life. Yeah, man, you should go. It's like, um, I've, I've said this before in some other interviews, but, um, we have a friend named Harold, uh, he, and he's from the States, but he describes, he's been to the falls quite a few times and 
he describes it as, um, uh, what did he describe it as? Venice Beach meets uh, Las, Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas yeah. on crack. Yeah. Oh wow! So, that that sounds so like that sounds really crazy. Yeah, it like touristy, but it's like grimy, but it's cool. It's a, it's like a, you know, it feels like you're in a, it feels like you're in an interesting place. That's for sure. So, is there gambling in Niagara? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a couple casinos. Oh wow! Honestly, I had no idea. That's um, pretty interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like purposely avoid Venice. Um, I think the last time I went out there was to go check out um, this Ronda Rousey mural. But other than that, it's just I'm kind of wacky and a lot of weirdos. So I, I'm not really fond of going there. That's 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 where we differ. I like I like that. <laughs> Okay, what's your interest in that? It's just, it's just that's the that's the feel of Niagara Falls. That's just what what it's like here. You have to you have to kind of be familiar with everyone around. So go go meet go meet the go meet the uh, interesting people because they're the ones that are gonna create that spark in your life. And uh, did you guys grow up in Niagara? Uh, myself, uh, Shane, and um, Matt, and our original guitar player uh, Donnie, we're all from from the Falls. And uh, Emmett's parents live uh, in Niagara on the Lake, which is just a, uh, a it's just a city in the in the region. It's just it's the same thing, Niagara Falls. But but yeah, Emmett grew up in in a different city though. But he's Niagara yeah. Falls to me. Okay, I'm I'm Niagara by proxy now. Hell yeah. And, and we have uh, Drew, and not not to forget, uh, our guitar player, Drew, uh, he's uh, he's from Buffalo. He's American. He just, that's just 25 minutes away, just over the border. I was actually curious uh, if there's like a lot of um, like cross pollination between um, the Falls and Buffalo. Not as uh, much as you would think. Yeah, there used to be a, a, a big. Uh, uh, we, we never really had too much going on in Niagara for shows, but, um, we used to go to Buffalo a lot, like a, like a lot of people from, from Ontario would head out there. So we're, we know those people very, very well. You guys, we're definitely um, part of, we were, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say we were, we were definitely part of their scene. Because you guys, um, uh, the first show on that Fury and Distort run was in Buffalo. Uh, did it feel familiar? Because I, I don't know the last time you guys played there. I don't know the last time we played there. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, right, Brandon? We, we played with, the last show we played was with um, the Cal, um, Primal Rights from California. Oh, yeah. Right, right? Yeah. They're from California. Yep, Primal Right, yeah. That was the last time we played there. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been a couple been of years. A couple years. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, it it was great. It felt great. Yeah, it seems like uh, Buffalo's um getting like a lot of cool shows um as of late, and it seems like things are starting to pop off up there. Yeah, it's yeah, a, a little of- quiet for a while, but it's definitely um they had a really really great venue that we used to all go to shows at. 
called the funeral home. And once they lost that, it was a little quiet for a little while. But um, now, yeah, there's a lot more stuff kind of getting going again, which is super cool. Was the funeral home an actual funeral home? It was before, yeah. It was, uh, but but not 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 while the uh, the venue was operating. Yeah, but. yeah, not concurrently. Okay, so it was after the fact. Um, did you guys ever like experience anything weird? Spooky stuff. Yeah. Do you guys like believe in ghosts or spirits? Uh, I I don't I don't know I don't know one way or another if I do to be honest, but uh, maybe other people in the band do. Yeah, I don't really I don't know. know if I do either, but <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, think about it. I didn't experience any paranormal activity at the funeral home. The only uh, activity I experienced at the funeral home was when I got knocked out by a friend, Randy, in a mosh pit. But aside from that, nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Wow, the, getting knocked out, that's pretty rough. I've, I've taken a few like rough hits, but I've never been knocked out. Was it pretty scary for you getting knocked out? Uh, no, it was okay. Like it was like an accident and he's our friend. It's another guy from the falls. So, you know, he carried me out. Oh, wow. I was bleeding a lot, but I was, I was fine. Okay. And super nice of him to uh, carry you out. That's a good friend. Yeah. He's a good guy. So, um, the first time I ever saw you guys, um, actually it was the only time I've ever seen you guys. It was, um, suburban fight 56. It was, um, discrepancy, step for change, wild side, mill spec and distort at the skate shop in, in the, Fullerton. In the gr- oh, okay. Do you guys remember what I program? Yeah. Yeah. Program. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say in the garage in, uh, in that type. In La Puente, yeah. No, I actually, um, uh, did that happen after the show? Yeah, that, that show was so. like the day after the Fullerton one. Okay, yeah. I, I remember uh, I, I couldn't make it because I, I had like work or something going on. I, I can't remember, but I, I do remember um, making a point to go into the show program. And I, I, I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a great show. A lot of fun good turnout. I don't think we really expected the, uh, like the shows in California to go that good. We, we expected them to kind of go pretty good, but I don't think we expected them to go that well. So us and Millspec were super stoked on it. And was that your guys' first time to California? Yes. In, in Wildside, yeah. Okay. Cause, um, yeah, cause the Wildside, uh, demo came out in uh, 2014 and the the promo came out in 2014 as well um so we had two promo tapes we had the first one first one was late 2014 and then we had one on monstrous delight which was 2016 2017 16 yeah 2016 okay yeah and we milked our demo for quite a while oh i i don't blame you guys like for um, that demo, I think is uh, super solid and it still holds up to this day. So I, I, I don't blame you guys for milking it. And honestly, I, I think some bands <clears throat> don't um, let records live long enough before they put out new material, which um, in my opinion, uh, sometimes is just like a 
kind of like a bad move because it yeah. kind of like we don't uh, like it doesn't like let us um uh, live with the record long enough um before they try to push something new on us and um it kind of like like you know puts a shadow on the old stuff so i'm not mad at that move i i wish some bands would let their records uh you know settle before trying to put out new stuff right away yeah i feel you was there a, a specific reason you guys did um two promo tapes in between the demo and the full length um the first promo is just because uh we had the songs oh we actually we originally recorded uh two different songs and we're gonna release them and we had already kind of started to like set some things up and then this this is some actually this is kind of a, something i haven't thought about in a while we out of nowhere like the day before recording uh got rid of both the songs and wrote the two songs that we ended up recording i think maybe used a couple riffs from them but we the one song is was completely gone. We might have used a riff for, for the other song. But yeah, uh, we just had the songs. We were, we were trying to put out music regularly. We weren't trying to let anything breathe. We were trying to uh, to uh, send some send some music out, but we uh, some other things had, had happened. So but yeah, we just, uh, we just put them out just because that's what we could do at the time was the promos. Okay, that's that's crazy that you guys just scrapped the two songs and just try or wrote two new songs, huh? And th- uh, so you yeah, said the- you you used some riffs from one of the songs. Uh, the other song is that just completely gone, or will that ever see the light of day? It's got it's gone it's long gone. Yeah, all, then and now was uh or then and now might have borrowed a riff from the one of the original songs and all bark was completely written for the like the day or two before so okay that's crazy um so the full length um uh which came out um was that back in march uh, uh, may may excuse me um uh who the hell's wild side um really awesome record um one thing i want to talk about is the cover of the record you guys got that billboard Mm -hmm. um what was the the idea behind that why'd you guys decide to um get this billboard in town and just um put who the hell's wild side we just we just thought of the idea for the record cover and then uh yeah we were we were gonna actually have an original a different idea for the album oh, yeah. cover, which was going to be a, a plane pulling who the hell is wild side, but that was really expensive. So, uh, we thought about, well, what about a billboard? And we were looking at this one billboard that was like a normal paper one that was just by a grocery store. It was going to be up for six weeks. Um, and we thought, okay, well, if we're already paying all this money, let's check with, um, you know, the, the main billboard that's like at the top of Clifton Hill, which is like the main tourist drag in the falls. It's like the Times Square equivalent yeah. of Niagara Falls. Okay. You can see it from the, from like down at the falls at the bottom of the hill. And, uh, so Shane emailed them and just said like, Hey, you know, like we're wondering 
what it would cost. He told them that we were a band, that we were from the falls and everything. And, you know, was interested and didn't, we didn't need it up for a long time, just for a day. And, um, they emailed him back and just said like, we'll do it for free. Like, don't worry about it. Wow. That's awesome. Honestly, I was going to ask you guys how much it costs to get that on the billboard. So they, every, just, every, everything's free for wild side. Yo, that, that's awesome. Your, your city definitely backs you guys. I think that's crazy and cool to hear that you guys didn't have to pay anything for that billboard. Yeah. Yeah. They, they thought it was, they thought it was cool. They thought it was funny. So before you guys got the billboard, um, was there any sort of adver- like advertisement on it? Um, or was it just blank? It, it's a rotating billboard and it's, uh, in the sense of, um, it's a computer. So it's switching, it's switching. So you're getting ads for other, uh, yeah. Other things locally. Like, like every 30 seconds, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Something different. Okay. So it was just like a digital screen. The digital yeah. screen. Uh, okay. And it, it was just up for one day. Yep. Yeah. Between 2 PM and 8 PM. And we took photos all throughout the day. That's awesome. Cold that day. Yeah. yeah, it was it was terribly cold. It was one of the coldest win, uh, days of the winter, probably. And the wind was terrible, too. Yeah. I remember when I first saw it, because um, the cover art, it, you know, kind of looks fake. But then um, just word uh, spread that it wasn't fake. And you guys actually got it up there. I, I was like tripping out. And I, and I thought it was like probably like, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, there's there is nothing fake about Wildside. If you if if there's a if there's a billboard up with our name on it, it's real. Okay, so keeping it real, that that's awesome. Uh, wanted to ask you guys um, about like your guys' influence um, for Wildside. Like, um, where do you guys like take from, and like what kind of music do you guys just normally listen to in general? Uh, I guess we, we all have different, different, uh, influences, but as a band, I know we all really like, we all really like Warzone. We like hardcore, obviously, and punk rock, but, um, Warzone's a big influence. Um, like eight, 80, like just rock and roll in general, uh, 80s, 80s metal, um, a lot of like, uh, 80s hip hop, uh, e- like 90s and early 2000s hip hop early 2000s hardcore anything anything pop music um like anything you can think of we will we'll get it in there everything is everything is an influence there's a big uh yeah i would say like everybody has a spectrum um it kind of all gets incorporated one there and i mean obviously they're a little more obvious than us, like, you know, late he's new. Uh, Emmett, I think we're losing you, buddy. Yeah, Emmett, you're Sorry, um, cutting out. Is he still there? Emmett? Yeah. You're, you're cutting in and out a bit. Just go on without me for now. I'll be back in a second. I'm just driving. We hear you nicely now. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically I was just saying like, 
I think some influences are maybe more obvious than others, or if it's like, you know, late 80s New York hardcore, or if it's like, you know, um, 80s, you know, hard rock and metal guitar uh, stuff, uh, like that. But uh, yeah, there's definitely, like Brandon said, like a lot of the pop influence, a lot of while he's static and out we we like all kinds of music and we play it all yeah that's awesome i i think you guys um do it well uh whenever i listen to you guys i i just you know think it's um there's a cool groove to it and i um here's a funny story so i'm uh well you guys are playing the sound fury after show on friday and um, the triple B showcase, yeah, the triple B showcase in the basement of the Belasco Theater. And um, last year, I went to Sound and Fury, I went to a, uh, one after show, and it was probably one of the worst experiences um, ever for me. Um, dealing with hardcore, I found myself sitting at this bar at one in the morning, um, wondering why I wasn't in bed and why did I choose to come see um, these bands so late and. I tried my best to enjoy myself, but uh, I was just so exhausted from being at the fest all day and um, I just didn't want to be there. So I vowed to never go to a Santa Fury after show. But um, when they announced the Triple B after show and I saw that you guys were on the bill, I was like, damn it, the new record's so awesome. Like, whatever, I'm just going to go. Um, to the after show, um, I know I hated it last year, but the fact that Wild Side's on it, like I have to go, like I can't miss them in this basement. So um, I, I'm just like really looking forward to seeing you guys um, that Friday. We're, yeah, we we're, can't wait. We're excited to play. We're happy you're gonna be there. We're gonna, if anyone's asleep, we're gonna wake them right up and uh, blow the roof off that place. <laughs> Hell yeah, because the um, after show, if I remember correctly, off the top of my head, starts at like 1030, which is um, like shortly after the fest ends, which is cool because I'm glad there's not like a lot of downtime in between. Yeah, it's uh, it's there's four bands. I think it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty consistent, you know, back to back. And uh, I don't think anyone will be kept up too late. Because I know there's another day of uh, music the next day, so don't fear. Come out and uh, go wild. Hell yeah! Um, and are you guys gonna be hanging around the um, fest on Saturday? Because I know you guys have a show on Sunday that I will also be at. But I was just curious what you guys are up to on Saturday. We will be. Uh, we'll be at the show. I think Emmett's there. Playing. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing on the Friday. Day. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and then, but I'll, but yeah, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll probably be there on Saturday. I might go maybe earlier in the day to the beach or something. But aside from that, like, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, Power Trip and Kulu and stuff. So, yeah, we'll be there. We will periodically be in the mosh pit. Hell yeah! So. Uh, these uh well this month and next month you guys have been <clears throat> excuse me um you guys have been uh keeping uh pretty busy um you guys obviously are playing the Santa fury after show and you guys are going on a run with 
Dominant Force and Wise, um, which are two awesome bands. I was just curious. Um, after that, it's going to be like towards like the end of summer. Do you guys have any plans um, for the end of the year? Uh, I don't think there's anything we can like that. We've we've been talking a lot about things. We've got some things in the works, but nothing solid. So nothing that we can kind of say yet. But, okay. but yeah, that, so far, um, so far we're just we're uh, we're doing July and then August is still August September is still up in the air for now. Okay, I, I always well, have to we'll ask. We'll be saying a lot more. We'll be playing more this year. We're just uh, nothing that can be necessarily announced just yet. Okay, so there's yeah. definitely things in the works. You guys are going to stay um, pretty active uh, till the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, next year, all that good stuff. Awesome. Well, I'll say, we, we could say, we could just say uh, we'll be all over the world, probably. Okay. Oh, um, you guys are going worldwide. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wild side, worldwide. That's sick. Um, so you guys recorded uh, the your guys' um, demo with uh, Davis Maxwell. Uh, yeah. D- Dylan, D- uh, we recorded it with uh, our friend Dylan. All the no, he said the demo was with Davis. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, we did record with Davis Maxwell. Okay, I, and I, I was just um, curious because I, I, I was reading an interview, and um, for the um, full length, you, uh, Brandon, um, did the vo- vocals with uh, Davis Maxwell. So I yep. was just uh, curious, like, what the relationship was there with him, and why did um, you only record the vocals for the new record with him and not the whole record? Um, the re- the reason uh, we recorded vocals with Davis was because David Davis is a local he's in Niagara and we recorded everything in Toronto and I didn't want to have a situation where I lost my voice or like something something happened I couldn't record and I just kind of wasted a lot of um Dylan's time so what I did was uh Davis you know I would just go in and do uh we would go in like late at night or or whenever and just do what we could fit it in and uh it was just we kind of patched it together over uh, over a little bit of time. So Davis just wor- was able to accommodate me, and it was just easier because I only had, I, instead of driving two hours north, I could just drive uh, within the region, you know, fifteen minutes away to Davis's studio. Okay, hell yeah, that definitely makes sense. I uh, was just curious about that, so I, I wanted to bring that up. But um, and. Okay. And pay him in, and pay him in vape juice. Vape juice. Wow. Okay. That that's um, a, yeah. an interesting uh, form of currency. But um, if he's willing to accept that, like that's cool with me. He, de- he demanded. He demanded it. <laughs> he didn't want a normal currency. He's like, I, he needed to keep his vape full. He did. He did all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring me. Bring me. Bring me vape juice and Tim Hortons. Um, I've okay, so I, I watch some uh, like Canadian YouTubers, and they go to Tim Hortons every now and then. Um, is that place good, in your opinion? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> no, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's not. What, what would it's you like, guys? Um, uh, I don't know. Like Dunkin' Donuts? Is it like the equivalent or? Yeah, it's like Dunkin'. It's like not good, but like 
it's where people are used to going for a cheap cup of coffee. So it's, it's, it's everywhere. Okay. So they, they want it on every, every corner in Canada. They want it to Hortons on. So they're just trying to um, monopolize the coffee game out there. Yep. Oh, they already have. They've yeah. Had a, they've had a grip on the game for many years. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's it's Canadiana at this point. It's it's uh, it's canon in the country. Okay, um, if you will. So uh, I've never been to Canada. Are are there Starbucks in Canada? Oh yeah. Yep. Actually, there's the, just not as many as uh, as Tim Hortons. That's all. Okay. Tim Hortons is cheap. So where do you guys prefer to go over Tim Hortons? Well, I don't think Brandon really drinks coffee. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't drink coffee at all, but I think everyone um, else likes to, uh, Starbucks a little more. Yeah, if, if we're talking like major coffee chain, then um, Starbucks is where I'll go. Do you have like a legit spot? Or are you like a coffee snob? Yeah, like some of us are. Me and Drew definitely like to drink like, you know, expensive coffee, but... Um, I don't think the, the rest of the band really, well, maybe Maddie cares, but I know Shane, Shane doesn't really drink coffee either. No. So, but, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll try anywhere, but, um, I don't, there's not really a whole lot of places in the falls for coffee. Actually, we were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. You, you're going to want to go to like, uh, another city in the region, like St. Catharines or, or all the way up to Toronto for, uh, I guess probably you're into coffee but i don't know i don't yeah. drink this stuff hamilton or something okay um there's a pretty cool um coffee spot that's in the um same city as the venue that you guys are playing um on the sunday after santa fury it's just like it's inside like a, a mall which is a really weird place for a, a coffee spot but me and my buddy uh garrett kind of stumbled upon it it's called uh, coffee heist so if you guys are um, free or bored that Sunday, you guys should check it out for some cool coffee. I'll, def- I'll definitely check it out. We'll send it over. All right. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, I have to ask, are, are you guys um, fans of the NBA at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like like I like watching basketball. I'm not like a diehard fan, but I like watching it. And it was cool to see the you know a Toronto team win. What about you, Brandon? Brandon likes to play basketball a lot. Like Matt and I play basketball a little bit. Like uh, with Co- like us and Cody from Millspec, we play pretty pretty regularly in Niagara Falls with a bunch of our friends. Um, but uh, I don't know personally too much about the the organized sport to watch on TV. But if you're asking if we're happy that the Raptors won, yes, we are very happy the Raptors won. Yes, that's what I was going to um, ask about because uh, since it was like the first time, like, you know, for a Canadian team to win like the NBA championship, I was just curious, like what kind of impact it had for you guys. Well, we missed most of the impact because we were on tour. We actually watched in Cleveland, in Cleveland at the bar, like after Fury was done playing, it was like the kind of like halfway through the third quarter. And, uh, 
we just kind of sat at the bar, watched the end of the game, um, gave uh, Alfredo a big hug when we won because Kawhi's from the IE where he's from. And, uh, yeah, we missed the parade. We had to watch all, like, the videos and stuff kind of secondhand. But um, so the imp- I don't know much about the impact, but everyone in in – not just Toronto, but kind of all around because it's the only Canadian uh, NBA team um, currently. Uh, everyone is super happy and excited about it and excited for next year. So, Hell yeah, yeah, I think I think you might you might see some kids trade in the hockey sticks for uh, basketballs. Now they have a they got a team to look up to. That's crazy. They always have. But. Um, are you guys hockey fans at all? Not, not me. No, maybe Shane. Maybe Shane. Yeah, not me. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about hockey. Yeah, I'm, I like. I'll I'll watch it with like friends or something, but okay. I would like I would watch a basketball game by myself if it was like a playoff game, but I wouldn't watch a hockey game by myself. I wouldn't really watch that. If Jamie, are you a on. Jamie? Are you a basketball fan? Uh. I'm going to be honest. No, I'm, I'm not a basketball fan. Like I, I'm kind of follow it here and there just cause like I have like this ESPN app. So like I'll see, um, highlights. Um, but no, when it comes to sports, the only things I really follow are, um, like the NHL, the NFL, and then, uh, mixed martial arts and boxing. Oh, so who's your, who's your favorite hockey team? Well, um, since I'm from Orange County, um, and I currently live in Anaheim, so it's the Anaheim Ducks. Of course. Nice. Yeah, so got to um, represent, because growing up, I uh, lived in Palm Springs, uh, which was like an hour and a half east of where I'm at now, and uh, we didn't have like any national teams. Uh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, man, I went, I went on vacation to uh la last year okay i drove out my girlfriend and i drove out to uh palm springs for the day it's killer i'm so I like curious modern architecture a lot okay so i wanted to like we wanted to like go out there and like the desert is cool so we like wanted to go for a little drive and yeah it's killer man i like it. i'd like to like spend a couple days there maybe but well, I just kind of like that desert vibe and all the architecture and stuff. So I'm definitely curious now. Uh, when you uh, came to Palm Springs, uh, what did you guys actually do? Um, mainly, we did like a self-guided kind of like I found this tour online, and it was like all of these addresses of all of these different houses that were built by different architects. So okay. like, if you want to see like you know it it had like. I can't remember how many it had on there. I want to say maybe like 15 or so. And then it would be like, Oh, like go check out this house. This is like made by Albert Frey or like go check out, um, you know, this is like Elvis's vacation home and like shit like that. So yeah, we kind of did that tour and then we kind of like walked around. We walked up and down like that main road, um, went for lunch. Um, we wanted to go out to like the trolley, but like the one that goes up into the mountain, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't have time. Um, that was it. We didn't spend too long there. We spent like, you know, like a few hours, like four hours or so, five hours. 
Um, but it was cool. Just like you got to understand, like uh, that was also in February where it was like minus who knows what here with like two feet of snow. So being in the desert is like pretty sick when you have that at home, especially when you're surrounded by lots of cool old architecture like that. Yeah. And honestly that um, time of year that you came out, the weather still isn't um, bad for the desert. Cause um, for us, it, it uh, gets like really hot, like during like probably like mid April. So uh, right. January, February, it, it's still like on the cooler side. So um probably came out at a decent time of the year. It's honestly like uh, beautiful during like fall, winter. Like if I could, have that um, temperature um, year round. I probably would have never left, but it just got too brutal right. during the summers, and I just had to leave. Yeah, we we drove through uh, the desert to get to Vegas when we did that weekend um, with Melspec to with the show that you came to, and uh, it was crazy. It was like 115 degrees Fahrenheit when we were driving through the desert felt like when you got out of the van that someone had like a hot hair dryer on or something. It's crazy. What's the hottest it gets back home for you guys? Mm, on negative four. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm joking. It gets hot. It gets, it gets in the, hot. Thir- in the 30s, up, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, like Celsius, I don't, I don't know, know like, the conversion, but. 86, I guess you could say like around 86, 90 might be like, the thing is it's really humid here. So it, it'll be hot, but it'll be because of maybe the humidity. So it's like super muggy. That's, that's the worst. Have you guys ever, um, Oh wait, you guys have been to Florida. Cause I remember you guys played, um, uh, FYA last year, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I hate humidity. Like I, um, I'm like a huge, uh, like a huge Disney fan. So I go to Florida to go to Disney World, but um, I try to plan my trips around uh, the good weather. And I've been during the summer once, and it was miserable. Yeah, humidity like, is rough. I I kind of like the humidity. Do you? Yeah, like I like like when it's kind of like hot, like sticky. Like, I, I want to sweat. I want to. I want it to feel wet in the air. Well, I like it. That's um, <laughs> that's it's, very it's, interesting. It's, it's not a. <laughs> it's not a popular opinion. Not a popular, <laughs> uh, but it's one I. It's one I have a little bit. Okay. Well, I will um, keep that on my notes and remember that you like the humidity. Um, so after the show in Fullerton, you guys are actually heading back to Vegas. Um, can you talk about your guys' um, experience with the Las Vegas hardcore scene? Uh, we, we played in, I thought it was an old motel, but everyone's telling me I'm wrong, but we played in an old, we played in some kind of, a converted building, uh, it was awesome. Las Vegas was great. It was the first time uh, we'd ever played on the West Coast. I, it felt surreal, and it was awesome to play. And uh, we met Distort that night, and 
they were incredible. Everyone at the show was great. And then it was just kind of weird to be in Vegas. I don't know, not, not much to say on my part, but excited to go back. Yeah, we, we, um, that it was just like a super fun night. Cause like Brandon was saying, it was the first night of that California weekend. So we were super excited to be there and, um, yeah, we, we met Discord and set for change for the first time, which was super cool. Cause those guys are all great. Um, and we had a bunch of our friends with us as well. Zach, who does Monsters Delight, Gil, Gil from Big Contest, Marco uh, Sammy from Snake America, Marco from Advanced Perspective. So we had like a bunch of friends with us too, which was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, we, we had a great time. So John, who did the shows, bringing us back. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And uh, was that your guys' uh, first time in Las Vegas, like outside of touring? Uh, I think it was uh, for everyone, maybe. Yeah, Plus, Shane and I had been there before, but um, like just same thing, like just like kind of playing a show and then leaving. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was mine and Matt's first time in, in Las Vegas, so yeah. never been there before. And you mentioned um, advanced perspective. You guys just played um, their showcase in Chicago. Can you guys talk about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was incredible. That was an amazing experience. Uh, Marco and Harold and Augie and everyone else involved. I'm sorry that I, if I forgot anyone or, or just don't uh, have your name off the top of my, you know, on hand, but incredible. Dan. Oh, da- uh, yeah, Dan. Uh, Dan. Dan also involved in that. Uh, awesome, awesome job. Awesome lineup. Every band was great. It was, it was cool. One of my, it was one of my favorite shows, probably my favorite show we played of the tour. Chicago rocks, Marco rocks. We love you, Marco and yeah. Augie and Harold and everyone else. Was that the first time they did something like that? It was their first, I think so. Yeah. First time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was trying to think off the top of my head, and like I don't think I would ever seen them put that together, but it definitely looked like a, a sick lineup, and I w- um, was stoked for you guys to be able to play that. It was, yeah, it was great. awesome. Lots of great bands. Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, results of choice were cool. Um, I thought. Um, that uh, Narrowhead were really cool. They were a cool live band. Firewalker yep. were incredible. Yep. Um, obviously, Miltzbeck, they had a fill-in drummer that Harold filled in for them, and they still rocked. Uh, everybody was just great. It was it was a lot of fun. I was I spent the whole day in the venue, so I uh, even if I didn't see every band, I, I heard every band, and everybody sounded good, so it was cool. Yeah, the Distort set was insane. The Fury set was great, and uh, the Lion of Judas set was also cool, too. Everybody was great. Yeah. And uh, did you guys play a cover for that set? No, we didn't, no. actually. We haven't played a cover in a while. Okay, because the, the um, last cover I saw you guys do um, was in that FYA video when you guys covered Green Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've done we've done many covers. We've done Master of Puppets by Metallica. We've done um, Do You Want to Dance by the Ramones. We've done 
uh, I don't know, lots, lots of stuff. Goo Goo Dolls, Misfits, Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Um, we've done um, actually the show the night before the show that you saw us, the one in Vegas. We covered um, kind of like the introduction to Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Um, we've done lots of stuff. So, oh yeah, the yeah, raining blood terror. Yeah, we did rain blood as well. Slayer, not. <laughs> well, yeah, we did rain and blood in La Puente, I think. Um, yeah, we did. We've done lots of stuff, so it's fun. It's fun to like uh, try and tackle a, a song that you really like and see if you can, you know, not just nail it, but also kind of wild sideify it, like in that Green Day cover. I wrote a solo for the bridge because I just thought it would be cool to do that. And it ended up sounding pretty cool. Actually. I really like that solo. And uh, whose idea was it to cover green day? Who knows? I don't Brandon know. And Shane. The only, the only cover that I, I think that I've successfully picked was when we covered master puppets and I was mainly doing it cause I didn't think anybody else would be down, but then everybody just said, okay. So we did it and it was, sick hell yeah that, that's awesome that they surprise you and we're actually down to do it yeah it's awesome and uh brandon i wanted to ask you uh, you said you're a fan of um mixed martial arts i am are you a fan of gsp i love i love george st pierre so um, for me, I, I, I think he's one of the greatest um, fighters of all time. But um, uh, you being Canadian, um, is he like a national hero out there? Because um, out here, he's, to me, he's just like uh, an amazing fighter, but he's not like a national hero. So I, I was just kind of curious like uh, about your perspective on GSP. Um, I think the sport is still really small in the grand scheme of things so he's not like in canada people idolize hockey players and they for athletics they, they idolize other other um other athletes uh george st pierre is definitely an unknown people know who he is but he's not he's not so popular but um i think yeah i i think he's uh i think he's the best uh person to come from canada one of the best uh yeah, that you can that you can think of really. There's not too many Canadian uh, mixed martial arts fighters who have made it to the to the top, but he's he's one of them. Yeah, the, the only ones that um, I, I can think of that um, have made it like and done super well are just uh, him and Rory McDonald. Rory McDonald just won that fight uh, too, just like what last weekend or yeah, in Bellator. Uh, He's from BC. There's there's other people. There's uh there's a there's a mixed martial arts fighter named Rory McDonald. Yes, yep. from BC, oh, cool. Winslow, BC. Why do you know him, a Rory McDonald? Emmett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to know a Rory McDonald, but not from Canada. So. Oh, okay. Oh well, there you go. I, I thought uh, he was about yeah, to surprise us. There's uh there's actually somebody from there's there. There's currently somebody from um, Niagara who is in the UFC. It's uh, Alex, Alexis Davis. 
Okay. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, she she has the fastest like when Ronda has that like sixteen second win, that sixteen second arm bar. I remember. She's. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Alexis Davis. That was a rough and one. She's from. He, yeah, she's from here. But also, one of the first UFC fighters is from Niagara Falls. From the one of the first UFC, Harold Howard. That's crazy. Yep. He. Like uh, you've probably seen the video, he's like got the mullet, and and uh, there's like funny YouTube clips of him. But yeah, that was back in the old days. I remember um, growing up, I, I wasn't a fan of mixed martial arts because I didn't really know too much about it. I just thought it was dumb that people um, were going to have a referee between them to fight. Um, and I, I used to favor like all those dumb like street fight videos on like YouTube and world star hip hop. Um, but in high school, I, I had this buddy named Ronnie and he actually put me on to mixed martial arts and I just like became like super obsessed with it. Like I wouldn't read like all the crazy news articles and be um, on random forums. And then um, when podcasts um, started becoming a thing, I started listening to like a bunch of different like mixed martial arts podcasts. And I just love it to this day. It's like something that I'm like, like super obsessed with. Yeah, I, I like I like I don't like that anyone gets hurt. I don't want that for anybody, but unfortunately that's any ass any sport, uh there's that risk, but uh there's something there's something to it that I just I like. I don't know. I just hope everyone I pray for you know, I just hope everyone's okay at the end of it and uh, healthy and everything. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but Yeah, did you happen I, to I a, uh, No wait, sorry, go ahead. I just, I just, I just, yeah, it's unfortunate aspect of the, of the sport, just like anything like football or hockey or, or basketball. Like in those games, Clay Thompson, you know, I, his knee, I saw it happen. That was terrible. So I just, did, uh, did you happen to catch, okay. I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, I, that, that was it. I was going to ask, did you happen to catch the, um, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica? I fight. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like, that was, a that was a bit of a mismatch. That was, um, that was a, that was a Valentina Shevchenko is probably like one, one of the, well, she is one of the best, uh, in the division. And, uh, the only person who may be, well, she has two losses to uh, Amanda Nunez, so, uh, but I don't know. I think there's a chance she could win, but Amanda Nunez is one of my favorite. She's probably my favorite fighter, but Valentina Shevchenko is also up there, and that was an insane, like, kickboxing clinic that she put on. Yeah, I was going to say that knockout. It was kind of scary because Jessica I was down for so long and they didn't know want to show her on camera. They were just focusing on Valentina the whole time because uh, she was just, you know, laying stiff on the mat. And yep. I was just like, dude, I hope she's OK. Like that was like one of the knockouts that I saw live that I was just kind of like, you know, felt kind of worried about. That's that's when like I when I see stuff like that, I don't I don't like that. I don't want to see that. Um, hope in the future that uh, I have a, an invention that in the future that we put on these helmets 
and it creates like an avatar, and then you just use the avatars to uh, to do the sport so that you don't actually have to put your your physical body in any harm. I would, but it would be a complete replica of yourself, but you're just not getting any uh, not you don't you your avatar takes the damage, and it's like a video game, but it's you have to have the attributes and the like. It's 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 exactly as if you were doing it. But just once it happens, you take the, the 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 helmet off or whatever, and you're you're good. That would be amazing because it's um, really sad when uh, you know people take so much uh, head trauma, then they develop uh, CTE, and uh, and sometimes it's like and, and like I just think about it, like was it like really worth it? Because a, a lot of fighters don't really make that much money like in, in like the grand scheme of things. If you look at like the entire landscape of mixed martial arts, there's not a lot of people making the money that they should be making, in my opinion. No, not at all. I think they're doing the most dangerous sport, um, one of the most dangerous sports for sure. And I think they are. Um, it, it's it's tough. It's it's tough for them. So for anyone who who does it professionally or or on that high level, I I just you know I don't know. Okay. I, I wish I just wish for the best for them. Give me your top three mixed martial arts fighters of all time. That's that's very tough, but um, it's gonna be. Can I give you? I'll give you. I'll give you a couple, but I'll give you three, and they're all gonna be kickboxers. Alistair Overeem, I love you. You're 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 one of my favorite fighters. I'm speaking to him directly, by the way, right okay. now. Uh, uh, Anderson Silva, um, George Saint Pierre, um, Mirko Krokop, um, Daniel Cormier. I, and like it's so there's a wrestler in there, but mostly kickboxers. You guys are all great. Uh, oh, uh, Amanda Nunez, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, um, Alexis Davis. You guys are all great. I love you all. Uh, thank you for doing what you do. But yeah, a lot of kickboxers in there. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't mention um, Israel Adesanya, the oh, style bender. Yeah. Oh, oh he, he's going to be champ. He's, he's incredible. I, lo- I love that guy too. In, in, insane style. That, that's the, that, that's the future. That, that guy is great. Yeah. I, I, I think he um, beats Robert Whitaker easy. I like wa- Robert Whitaker a lot too. He's, I think he's a really good person. Great guy. But, um, I think I think Adesanya's just got a really difficult style, but he didn't look too great against Anderson Silva, though. I didn't think so. I think he just respected Maybe. him too much. I, I feel like he could have finished Anderson if he really went for it. Do you, Do you think he just didn't want to do that to him? Didn't like he could have won that fight no matter what. He kind of kind of let Anderson off easy. I honestly have no idea what his mindset was, but I, I feel like um, it got to a point where he was landing the shots that he wanted to, and I feel like he could have finished him, but he just chose not to. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. There was a lot of respect there. Um, Anderson is is uh is is one of the greatest, and I love how humble he is, and I love uh, his traditional. Uh, and his traditional kind of uh, 
approach to uh, to the sport. Hell yeah, and respect like a, a true martial artist. Yeah, and I really respect your um, choice for Alistair Overeem because um, everything that he's done in his career, yeah, um, I, I think he's a, like one of the best heavyweights ever. And he's not even forty; he's still young. That's true, and he he's had like a million fights throughout his career. It's crazy how many he's had for how young he is. He he's still he's still he's going for the title. I, he's gonna win the title. I know it. He can do it. He almost did. He almost knocked out Stipe, who's another great fighter. Yeah, that, that was an intense first round because they both like dropped each other. It was crazy. He went for the guillotine. Why did you do that? He's got a crazy guillotine, but he because he's got huge. He's got really huge arms. Like his biceps are huge. He, he can get a tight guillotine, and he's proved it in the past. He's been doing it since the Pride days. But he that was. A, I think the wrong move. I think he had Stipe uh, almost out, and he could have. Uh, I think he could have uh, mounted or, or or tried something else. But I think you let him catch, get a uh, come back from the from the you know come back from the zone by uh, trying to put him in the guillotine. It just wasn't tight enough. Wasn't doing anything to him. Yeah, it was pretty uh, sad because I I wanted him to get that title because then he could say that he's had like the title in every major organization ever. But um, yep, he but but he still has a chance. Like obviously he had that stumble against uh, Francis Ngannou, but he'll be bounced back. He'll be fine. Yeah, he just uh, I can't remember who. Oh, he took on um. The submission guy, the um, I forget his name, but who also has a million fights, who was on a pretty good run, but uh, yeah, yeah. But the, you know what? Emmett, we're I don't want to bore Emmett anymore with uh, this kind of stuff, but yeah, big, I'm good, big, man. I'm uh, I'm chilling. Don't worry. Oh, uh, big, but yeah, big fan, big fan of that stuff. I love I love the traditional aspect of martial arts, and I love I love kickboxing. Hell yeah. I'm, uh, I was really stoked when you mentioned that to me in the email. So I, I definitely wanted to bring it up and just kind of pick your brain a little bit about that. Yeah, I love, I love, I love, uh, I love chatting about it. Hell yeah. Okay. So, um, I just, uh, Love your guys' new record. I'm stoked to see you guys twice in one weekend. I, I think that's just going to be super awesome. It might be the highlight of my weekend, um, unless somebody surprises me with a um, crazy set. But I'm looking forward to seeing you guys live again. Um, like really happy about that. Um, before we wrap things up, is there anything you guys want to shout out or plug? Uh, Emmett, you got anything? Um, check out the record. Check it. Check out who the hell is Wildside if you haven't already checked it out. Um, come to California. If you want to see the dates, you can go to twittercom HC and you can see all the stuff on there. But that's about it, I think. Yeah, we are. We're the baddest band on the planet. We will come play anywhere, anytime. Uh, we love everybody. Uh, Peace out. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's definitely been fun. I appreciate 
everybody um i appreciate you guys for coming on it definitely means a lot and uh this has been another episode of the jamie k podcast always on top